everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with Mario Anastasiades. He has just released his all-new record titled There's No Place Like Home, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. Mario, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? Very well. Very much. Uh, I'd like to say thank you as well, Austin, for having me, you know, sort of here with you and uh, going through this process. It's You're very welcome. I, yeah, I, like I just mentioned before I hit the record button, I'm absolutely loving this album. It's filled with heart, soul, and passion, and I really can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah. First thing that I'd really love to talk about is sort of the overarching message of it all. The lyrics are quite dense, and there's a lot of storytelling going on. So yeah. I'd love to hear from you what it's all about. The album started a few years ago, I'm going a few years ago. Uh, I went through a very, very difficult journey when I lost my daughter in a car accident. Oh, I'm so sorry. And uh, from there on, I wrote, wrote the first song a few years later called Heavenly Star. And it's about in a negative side. I started looking on a positive side after I went through the turning me upside down. And it's, uh, you know, sort of, uh, I realized blessed in my life. And, uh, you know, sort of the, that, that, uh, those emotions um, sort of allowed me to come up with a song. It took a few years. Yeah. So get that going the studio. And I started um the whole and it's um with that first track, Heavenly Star, from there on, uh the different emotions until I came out of the darkness into the light was the journey that um, uh, to the end of the album. Right. I mean, yeah, like I said, sorry, you're, you're breaking up a little bit on the on the internet side, but it's okay. I can still understand you. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, it sounds like obviously there's so much personal experience going on here and heartache and heartbreak. Do you feel better that you've at least been able to sort of memorialize these moments into song? as opposed to keeping them bottled up inside? This was my cathartic journey. Sure. And, uh, you know, the second track was time, you know, track uh, were the different emotions I was going through. Right. And uh, at the end of the journey, um, by by the last track, you know, I had, as I said, gone through um, the very dark tunnel into, you know, the light. And, uh, you know, sort of because of um, the very personal, but, uh, you know, sort of uh, emotional journey. Also, I think it may relate from so many other people have gone through um, sort of issues with regards to um, emotions, right. with regards to, um, you know, sort of loneliness, heartbreak. Uh, and at the end of the day, 
there is light. That we do, you know, sort of have to savor sure. every aspect. And, uh, you know, sort of this is how, you know, by the, by the end of the, the last couple of songs, uh, last few songs, actually, uh, you know, you can see that you feel like, you know, sort of uh, let it go and seize the moment. There was tracks there that relate to allowing yourself to precious in so many ways. Uh, but, you know, sometimes... Uh, you're muted. You're you're muted. Hey, Mario, I'm not sure if you can hear me, but you are muted. Uh, hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Austin? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, yes, don't worry, I can. I'll, I'll get that edited out. I'm not, I'm not sure whose internet is slow, but it's... Uh... I, um, I might be, it might be mine, because... Um... Came, came a grandfather the other day and uh, we, we've had to adapt, you know, change the, the internet when we asked them to change it all around, sure. add further. And I think instead of doing it better, they might've done it a little bit uh, worse. <laughs> That's so okay. I do apologize. I well, do apologize. Uh, it's okay. I will jump right into it. Um, so Mario, I, like I said, the album is beautiful. Is that, I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that a lot of people will resonate with the message and find a lot of peace with it. But as far as the sound goes, everything is just so pretty sounding. I think that the production on the record, you've truly nailed it. So what I would really love for you to talk about here is how the album got put together, if you had any help in the background on the instrumentation, and just sort of like a general overview of, of everything. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, for, for, uh, would you like me to describe each track or how? Um, just the just like the album as a whole. Like, how did it get produced? How long have you been working on it for? You know, just the the main highlights. Well, I worked for I worked on the track the album about six or seven years uh, because right. it, it, the emotions as well. And I'd I'd write a track, then I had it produced. And then, um, you know, sort of, it, it was a very difficult go journey going through the um, process of going to the studio many times. It first started with, um, I've worked with, there was two or three different producers yeah. on the album. Um, uh, most of the guitars, I've, I've played guitar myself. I play guitar myself. So I, I wrote the tracks all uh, with my uh, 
guitar-paced sort of scenario. Sure. That's how I do write the songs. Um, I've had um, a producer called Chazabat uh, come on board with the first couple of tracks. Um, that we co-produced the track, the the those first tracks together, and we we had a cordet come in. Oh, uh, yeah, um, you know, sort of um, uh, where, where whereby they laid the strings as well. Mm -hmm. uh, each time, then I had another producer for, uh, for two uh, came and we co-produced uh, four or five of the other tracks. Again, John Themis, he he works a lot uh, with Boy George and nice. other. So these these guys, you know, sort of uh, they they know their business as well. And I I produced um, two or three tracks completely by myself as well. Wow. Again, you know, bringing in. Um, uh, sort of musicians again as and when needed for each track sure. but uh, again it all related to how I was feeling at the time the journey I was going through and sometimes when I was down you know the, the, the melody would reflect accordingly and when uh, you know sort of uh, again uh, I realized the precious uh, sort of moments I spent with my daughter and my family my current yeah. family well so it's not just um you know sort of we have to you know savor the moments of the past but also live in the moment now so uh, dealing with those emotions is how these uh tracks were created it's really a beautiful story i mean seriously the fact that i mean so many people work on albums for six months or a year but just the fact that you've been working on this for such a long time and grieving and mourning at the same time. I, I truly cannot imagine being in your shoes and trying to create something like this, but also reliving the experience at the same time. So great on you. I think everyone that listens to this, I will just let them know right now that as beautiful as the music is and as beautiful as everything sounds to really make those connections in the lyrics because you can just feel the heart come through from start to finish on it. Austin, thank you very much for the empathy there. No, yes. really, I, I, I'm not just saying that I do mean I, it. Because, I can, I can yeah. feel the heartfelt uh, yeah. sort of empathy there and right. I, I really appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Um, normally I would follow up with a question, you know, with, you know, what, what else is in the works? Like, what do you have on the way? But I don't know if that's an appropriate question because you've worked on this for so long at this point. What, what can you say? Well, uh, to, well, I'll tell you the truth. It, my past projects were Latin you know, based projects. Okay. Like the, I, I was part of a band called the Latin Touch oh, in the cool. 90s. And uh, we, um, we, you know, did pretty well, we signed to BMG Records at the time. And then another one, again, Mario and Latino MA, which you know, a lot of the tracks have been synced in, uh, in many, um, as you'll see, the bio there is many, in many you know, sort of uh, films and uh, sure. uh, sort of uh, series like um, Ugly Betty and you know, just a name of you. Right. But uh, this was completely different out, out of the, uh, out of um, the, the norm from what I usually do. However, now I am seen to, I've written quite a few tracks lately, which I, I, I'm about to start recording um, in the future. Of course, with COVID that has 
limited the the what I can. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> at this moment but uh, I am you know that is in the very near future I'm planning to do that nice. and uh, you know sort of there is a, you know a bit of a fusion because uh, it, this style is where it, it has defined me at this moment in time mm -hmm. the last album but uh, I will be um, uh, sort of uh, um, you'll be hearing about me very soon hopefully with the new tracks i'm going to be in kind of the studio and again i feel that um, it uh the 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 lyric is more um now it is more in touch with uh, a story so how again i'm evolving and how i'm defining myself at this moment in time in my life and enjoying <laughs> of course same time my my family you know my new grandchild and you know all these different emotions that are coming through i'm really looking forward to that like for those that haven't listened yet you know it's mainly an acoustic based album but i'm looking forward to hearing something a little different from you definitely on the latin side and you know with some flair and some touch so uh, yeah. please make sure to send that to me i definitely want to give it a listen when it's finished you first i'll send that to you. thank you thank you um, so as far as inspirations go, not necessarily in the creation process of this record, but who did you grow up listening to? Who has had a direct impact on the music that you make uh, in general? Well, there's a variety. I mean, sure, sure. you know, sort of uh, even from the young age, I mean, I'd, I'd listen to people like Bob Dylan and Simon and Garfunkel. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, I fell in love with, you know, bands like the Eagles, and mm -hmm. Beatles, Rolling Stones. I mean, it's just to say, name a few. Uh, of course, uh, uh, I would at the same time listen to bands like Santana uh, right. from the, you know, so it, it was a diverse sort of very diverse uh, um, uh, Billy Joel, you know, sort of. Uh, of course, you know, one of my that's what I grew up on. That's what my dad had playing on in the car. Really? Oh, really? yeah. yeah Billy Billy. Joel, Elton John, James Elton Taylor, John. all those guys. Oh, James Taylor. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite. James yeah. Taylor is one of my favorite. One know. of the greatest songwriters of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, so these are yeah. people that I grew up and I fell in love. I think I in was, your situation. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, I think in your situation, having so many inspirations from so many different genres allows you to be a better artist because you can take and pull a little bit of everything in order to make something brand new and original for yourself. Well, brilliant. I love the way you think, Austin. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask what your star sign is? I'm a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Very brilliant. Now, I love the way you've uh, presented that. And, you know, uh, there's, a, as I said, you have a lot of empathy there. And that to me is uh, quite, um, uh, uh, it, it, it's second to none. Thank you. Know. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to know, I you, you've spoken a little bit about it just in the creating your music, but what does the process look like for you? How do you start a song? Does it start with a lyric? Does it start with an idea that you have? 
or does it change from song to song? It does change from song to song. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be, you know, sort of, uh, if I'm in this particular mood, I'll take the guitar and I'll be strumming away and something comes to me. Sure. Uh, you know, and that starts something. And I might, you know, just record it and put it away and go back to it later. Uh, or something, I might hear a word, something comes to in my mind, just, you know, a, a, a split second, a, an idea, uh, something I've heard, just ignite something and I start writing something. And, uh, you know, sort of, again, that emotion starts being created again. And I, I, you know, I don't, I keep on saying this thing about emotion, but that's always, you know, if the emotion is not there, mm-hmm. you know, that there, there's, there's not, there's nothing there to write. So it's got to, it's got to, yeah. I, I always say this, but I think that if you're going to spend so much time trying to make something, it has to be something that you enjoy. You know what I mean? Your your heart has to be in it 100% because if your heart isn't in it, the listener can tell. We can exactly. tell if there's a fakeness about it or if you're just kind of phoning it in. So yeah. I think that's what listeners are going to enjoy the most about this is that once they see this and they see that the stories are real and it's coming from personal experience, then it kind of amplifies and elevates the record as a whole. So um, now I know things are a little bit difficult in the touring space, obviously with recurring lockdowns and this and that, but is this record something that you'd even want to play live or do you find it to be more personal for recorded listens? I, I, for the time being, it's more personal for recording, uh, for recording listens. However, I would like to, you know, again, when things are have moved away a little bit from this COVID thing, sure. I would like to put, you know, a little, uh, you know, sort of a few live events, again, touching, you know, sort of the, the very essence. Yeah. I mean, it would be for people, at one stage I was thinking of people that have been through, you know, sort of uh, emotional turmoil in their life, that this would be, you know, sort of maybe something that might, um, that they can relate to and that might, you know, sort of alleviate some of the emotional uh, sort of upheaval, you know, or the journey they're going through. That would be great. I really imagine this as a very intimate setting, like a small club and it's just you and an acoustic guitar and just a small group of people enjoying it. I think that that's the best setting for it. Well, I have done this the last few months. Uh, you yeah. Know, sometimes 15, 20 friends at a time and playing. And, you know, nice. And I've got a small little following because of this. And yeah. everybody, and they are, they are of a certain age as well, you know, sort of, or if they've gone through uh, something in their life, you know, it, it does not, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody having lost someone, but going through, you know, a difficult journey. And it seems to really touch a nerve with a lot of people. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know why. It makes sense. I'm sure the songs translate extremely well live. So, um, thank, you. thank you very much, Austin. You're welcome. Mari, I've only got a few more questions for you at this point. This okay. one is sort of non-musical related. I want to know, you know, we are almost three quarters of the way through this year, which is crazy to even say out loud, <laughs> but... 
Uh, what are some goals that you've set for yourself, if any, at the beginning of this year that you're working on? Like, how are you working on yourself as a person? Right. Um, one of the things I also do, I, I lecture um, uh, music business related. Uh, really? Yeah, in the, in, in, at Middlesex University, a university called Middlesex, and I've been doing that for many years. And a lot of my students um, have done, you know, uh, they're either musicians that will work in the industry. I don't teach music, I teach the music business side of things. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I, 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 love the, I love what I do. And this yeah. is one, one point <clears throat> that I've uh, been asked now, uh, maybe to perform in the future for the students as well, and you know, sort of televised and everything. Sure. Uh, because uh, and uh, because the fact that I I am doing this and uh, uh, I'm lecturing on the business, but I'm also a musician myself, mm -hmm. uh, touches resonates extremely beautifully with the students and my fellow lecturers, uh, and um, the the fact that um, I I am I'm living. I've always done what I've loved most, which is anything I do is related within the music industry, mm -hmm. whether it's on the other side of the field, uh, teaching and you know, sort of being uh, sort of advising uh, accordingly. And also, but my big passion is being the musician and the writer myself. Makes so I, I see this uh, take, you know, just doing this even more in the future and uh, releasing and recording you know what I love most and uh, you know it, it is telling the story and hopefully you know even one person or two people appreciating it to you know sort of loving what I do to me that is more than uh, more I couldn't expect anything more than I, I fully believe that. And I think from your students' perspective, the fact that you're just not a professor getting up there and talking without any experience, that's probably why they respect you the most. I know going to university myself, having so many professors that just really had no idea what they were talking about, no life experiences. I'm sure that when you get up there, you try to relate things based off what you've done. And it's... Uh, it's a lot better that way. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank you for asking the question. You're welcome. Um, thank you. our, yeah, I have one more question for you. Okay. And it's something that I like to end things on with everyone that I get to talk to. Right. The question here is for those that are going to discover you from this and for those that are going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you would like to say to them as they kind of dive into your album? With all the heartaches of this world, mm -hmm. all the pressures and maybe the lonely um, moments in their lives, all the you know issues that they you know mentally that you know we know that people are stressed and going through. I I resolved this for myself by let, learning to let go, letting it go, and realizing how amazing this life is right. live for today live in the today and embrace you know everyone around you because you know we, we don't know how how long we've got and it's such a beautiful world it's a, such a beautiful life um, whilst we're still here so it, it's letting go 
and learning to let, let it go. What a wonderful answer, seriously. Uh, Mario, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to speak with you and hearing all about this record and for everyone else out there, seriously, I cannot say this enough times. Please listen, please make the connections, just really enjoy what you're hearing because there's so much love that went into it. Mario, thank you so much again. Everyone should check out There's No Place Like Home. It's just a truly great record. Thank you so much, Austin, for your time and love and empathy you've given me today. And, uh, you know, sort of in that respect, you know, uh, I, I will be in touch again in the future. And Absolutely. Everybody. Yeah, we'll stay in touch for sure. We'll definitely be speaking soon. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And thank you so much again for your time. Bye-bye. Very much. God bless my friend. Thank I'll you. see I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you again.